The speaking out movement is not going away, no matter how badly WB wants it to. What's up? Fred Ricciani, TSC, your home for sports news updates, interviews, and everything in between. If you're new here, please consider subscribing. According to the Chicago Sun-Times and PWIinsider.com, Samantha Tavill, a.k.a. Candy Cartwright, has filed a lawsuit against Matt Riddle, WWE, Evolve, and an unnamed co-founder of Evolve, which I'm assuming is Gabe Sapolsky. Man, this is crazy stuff here. So let's rewind a little bit. A few months back, the Speaking Out movement came out, and it was essentially the Me Too movement in pro wrestling, and I think it was actually caused by the various allegations against David Starr, Max Barsky, whatever the hell his damn name is. He had multiple sexual assault allegations against him from former partners, from non-partners, just women in general, that interacted with him, that opened the floodgates, led to various allegations against Joey Ryan, who essentially has become pro wrestling's Harvey Weinstein. And Matt Riddle was named in the midst of all these allegations from all these different men and women. He was accused of Candy Cartwright, or by Candy Cartwright, I should say, of forcing her to perform oral sex in May 2018. Now, from my understand, they had a relationship beyond his marriage as an extramarital affair, and eventually he left her to go back to his wife. But apparently it was an abusive relationship and on the side of Matt Riddle to Candy Cartwright. According to this lawsuit, multiple sexual assaults were performed by Matt Riddle on Candy. The one that she initially came out public about was when he allegedly forced her to perform oral sex in a van with other wrestlers who were sleeping at the time. And we have a lot of details here from the Chicago Sun-Times and PWA Insider. So, wow. Let, let's get to it. This is crazy. By the way, Deddy B recently used Matt Riddle being, at the very least, a crappy husband in a storyline with Baron Corbett. So that shows you how seriously they took this. And reportedly, Deddy B was aware of these allegations two years ago and still proceeded to sign Matt Riddle and go full bore with him as a, a top star in NXT. So keep that in mind as well. Also, whether Matt Riddle's innocent, guilty, whatever the case may be, this is the latest <laughs> sexual assault, sexual harassment, predatory allegation labeled against somebody currently contracted by WWE, currently employed by WWE. If you don't know Austin Theory, was accused by a Twitter account, somebody that apparently was a teenage girl, of sending lewd, nude Snapchats to, I think, a 13-year-old, and Debbie kept employing him. Uh, Velveteen Dream. Multiple allegations of being a child predator, not assault, but still being predatory with children online, sending nudes among other illicit texts and, and voice messages and things like that. They've kept him on TV as well. So uh, a bad look, a bad look indeed. So here are the details of this particular lawsuit. Samantha, Ta and this is from the Chicago Sun-Times. Samantha Tavill, who wrestled under a stage name Candy Cartwright, alleges that Deddy B's Matt Riddle forced her to perform a sex act while the two were on a bus leaving a wrestling event in Southwest Suburban Summit. Okay, a female wrestler was choked and forced to perform oral sex upon another wrestler after an event in Southwest Suburban Summit in 2018. A new lawsuit alleges Samantha Tavill, who wrestled under the stage name Candy Cartwright, alleges that Diddy's Matt Riddle forced her to perform a sex act while the two were on a bus leaving a wrestling event on May 19th, 2018. 
While Tavel and Riddle were in a relationship at the time, Tavel said she was not comfortable having sex on the bus because other wrestlers who were also there to perform at the wrestling event were on the bus as well. Once she said no, Riddle put his hands on her neck and said, what if I just made you? Tavel recalled at a news conference Thursday at Union League Club 65 West Jackson Boulevard. I never thought he would do anything to hurt me, and in that moment I was terrified, she added. Tavel's attorney, John Schwarzinski, I hope I pronounced that correctly, John Schwarzinski, or Scharzin, yeah, Schwarzinski, said the May 2018 incident, and this is a key line here, was just one of, in the multitude of sexual assaults committed by Matt Riddle against my, my client, Candy Cartwright. I'm read that again. One of the, quote, multitude of sexual assaults committed by Matt Riddle against my client, Candy Cartwright. Now, initially, it was kind of a he said, she said thing, right? Whether you believe one side or the other, or you think there's some discrepancies on both sides. The reality is we, most people thought, or always believed to have thought that there was one alleged assault. This lawyer outright saying multitude, as in multiple assaults. The WB has painted a picture over the course of the years that female performers are to comply with certain rules, Schwarzinski said. The WWE, since its inception, has hypersexualized female performers, and they've profited from male aggression against these female performers. The suit, which was filed in Cook County Circuit Court, alleges that Riddle committed a series of, of assaults against Tavil that began in 2017 and lasted through January 2020. That is wild. Riddle and a co-founder of Evolve Wrestling, also named as a defendant, cannot be reached for comment. A representative for DataB, also named as a defendant, did not respond to inquiries. I should know that, that Tavil is suing each party for $10 million each, which obviously I don't think she's going to get $10 million each, no matter how, which way it goes. But uh, still, I'm, I'm sure she got some good legal advice and they said, hey, you know, pick a certain amount, whatever. Uh, in July, after Tavil spoke out about the alleged assaults, Riddle issued a blanket denial saying, I've never in my entire life sexually assaulted a man woman or anybody and that includes samantha tavel known as candy cartwright schwarzinski says he plans to give a copy of the lawsuit okay this is another key line here schwarzinski said he plans to give a copy of the lawsuit to the cook county state's attorney's office and some police department quote we can only hope the state's attorney's office will do the right thing and open an investigation into this matter and here's the kicker and press charges against Matt Riddle, he said. So this isn't just a lawsuit to get some money to recoup any lost wages from Tavil allegedly being fired from Evolve, which technically no longer exists as WWE bought it. And WWE bought it, owns intellectual property and assets and everything else, but I'm pretty sure Evolve is technically dead. But this lawsuit alleges she lost her job due to the fact that she spoke out against Matt Riddle and yeah, she's, it, it just, it's crazy. And normally what we see in some of these sexual assault allegations and, and these civil suits and these different suits and everything else is that a lot of times if a woman or man is scared to go to the police or intimidated to not go to the police, or maybe they tried going to the police and it didn't work out so well, they usually go the other route, which is, you know, suing, suing the person directly. Uh, but in this case, it's not just, she's not just suing for damages here. She's trying to get charges actually pressed, which is, that is, that, is, that is a big deal. Tavel said she got involved in wrestling 10 years ago and she was 17 years old. 
She said that speaking about the alleged assaults has essentially ended my career, but added some things are more important than my career. Holy crap. That is... That is wild. Okay, Riddle has previously denied all allegations. Riddle's attorney has previously stated the WB star would be filing a civil suit against Tavel, although that is yet to happen. Wow. Okay, so I'm not a legal expert, obviously. Uh, you know, but th this is this is definitely a big freaking deal. And again, we don't know who's innocent, who's guilty here. But, you know, there's a reason a lot of women don't, and men, victims of abuse, assault, alleged victims of abuse, assault, don't necessarily go to the police all the time. Because a lot of times these cases don't get pursued. They're looked at as the perpetrator or questions if they were the perpetrator as opposed to the victim. A lot of times these cases fall through. There's witness intimidation, things like that. And in this case, apparently none of the wrestlers witnessed Candy Cartwright uh, allegedly getting assaulted. So in some ways, at least maybe to some legal experts, perhaps to some police officers, they might say, you know what? There's a he said, she said, you know, we don't want to pursue this. I don't know. But her filing this lawsuit, her holding this press conference, her sticking with this, her lawyer wanting this to lead to actual criminal charges, that is a big deal. And again, we don't know what really happened that night, other nights. We don't know if there's other you know witnesses that we don't know about, anything else. But this is a huge deal for a number of reasons. For obvious reasons, this could lead to real charges, which would set, I think, a good precedent. You know, I don't think it would set a bad precedent. I think a good precedent because if cops, if a prosecutor found enough actual evidence that he committed this sexual assault and perhaps other assaults, hey, if he actually did do it or if there's enough evidence that he did do it, screw him. Throw the book at him. And maybe this could lead to Joey Ryan's ass turning upside down because currently he's trying to sue the people who have accused him, who seem to have credibly accused him, in my humble opinion, for alleged assaults. I don't want to get sued here. I'll say alleged um, you know, and who knows, maybe these women will turn on Joey Ryan and that could lead to Joey Ryan getting, getting actually charged. And who knows if people are actually pursuing charges right now, given the number of allegations you think maybe he will be. But so, so from that standpoint, that could be huge, right? The other standpoint, just from a pure public relations, creative wise. And look, the real life aspect is way more important than anybody's career as far as Matt Real goes and pushes and creative. And I just want to make that. 100% clear, okay? The, what the real story here is, a woman was allegedly sexually assaulted and we'll hopefully find out if that was indeed the case. And if that was the case, Matt Riddle will get charged and prosecuted, whatever. That is the, the top story. I want to make no mistake about it. Creative, somebody's push, backstage heat, that's all BS and pales in comparison to somebody actually getting sexually assaulted. Let's just keep that 100 right now, okay? But... There is the business aspect, the public relations aspect. One, Matt Riddle. I think for the time being, whether he's the most innocent man in the world with just a completely dumbass public relations approach or whether he's guilty as hell, I think you could kiss his ass goodbye when it comes to him being a relevant performer in the WWE. You could maybe see him every week on SmackDown still. WWE's very stubborn. They've been stubborn in dealing with Saudi. They've been stubborn in... You know, still in a lot of different things. Again, pushing Dream, Velveteen Dream, and Austin Theory 
whether linked to some heinous things. So I wouldn't be surprised if you still see Matt Riddle on TV, but I think this writes him off permanently as a top guy, as a future top guy. And again, pales in comparison to what the real life aspects are of this. But from the standpoint of WWE having a guy that was a can't-miss star as of a year ago, as of six, seven months ago before these allegations came out, this is huge because they've been horrible at making new stars. Yes, Roman Reigns has a fresh coat of paint, and he's looking great. Yeah, Drew McIntyre's awesome. But the reality is they haven't made stars. And Matt Riddle, just from a pure wrestling and charisma standpoint, was a can't-miss star. Really. A lot of people compare him to to the Von Erichs. A lot, a lot of people think he has kind of that weird or did have that weird like Jeff Hardy X factor. You can't really put your finger on it. And he's kind of a different guy and a different vibe. But fans just gravitate towards him. Also, a hell of a performer. But I can't see Deddy being good faith pushing him as a prominent star. Now, granted, I say that when they've had Dream and Austin Theory on T- NXT TV recently. But those guys haven't been pushed anywhere near as top stars. That being said, they're still on TV. It's still a very bad look. The other thing, WWE is being dragged into this, whether they like it or not. And obviously, I can't tell anybody would like it. So this could go one of two ways, right? They could cut ties with Matt Riddle and say, hey, in good faith, we don't know which way the story, the, the story is one way or the other. We're going to cut ties. We're not, we don't endorse this person. We're, gonna, we're not going to back him up. Boom, done. They could release him. Hell, they could release Gabe Sapolsky, who I believe now is a creative consultant for WWE, who previously owned Evolve. So they could, they, they could cut ties with both guys. They could also, on the flip side, use their full legal powers and the very intimidating Jerry McDevitt, their longtime attorney, to say, you know what? Nope. We ain't backing down. We're going to countersue your ass. We're going to back Matt Riddle legally, either officially or unofficially, kind of like when uh, Dr. Amen sued CM Punk for that podcast, even though it was a frivolous lawsuit to begin with. And I don't, I'm not saying this lawsuit is frivolous at all. I'm just giving an example of when they've uh, bankrolled the previous lawsuit. They could bank, they could either, I mean, I guess if they're actually the ones being sued, they're going to have to strike down, right? So I, I could see them going the other way, going the way they've been going in 2020, where they're super stubborn, where it doesn't matter if this is at the expense of public relations and uh, morale and, and perception within the locker room and outside the locker room, I could easily see them saying, you know what? Screw it. We're going to countersue your ass. We're going to sue you for everything you got. And at the very least, you're going to have to settle out of court. You're just going to have to accept getting nothing at all. I could see that happening with WWE. They've been super stubborn with COVID restrictions until recently with multiple outbreaks. They've been super stubborn when it comes to having fans and not having fans. They've been super stubborn, obviously, creatively in the past. They've been super stubborn with their business deals and everything else overseas. I could easily see WWE in, in 2020, as it winds down, saying, screw it, we're going to screw you. I could see that happening. I, I hope it doesn't, but you know, we don't know. We don't know. Either way, this is a horrible look for WWE. This is a horrible look for the wrestling business. But again, it's not about WWE. It's about Matt Riddle. It's about Sam Tavel, and, and it's about getting justice. If there was indeed some, and look, now all the cards should end up on the table, right? Matt Riddle has unequivocally said, look, I cheated on my wife. I was a bad husband. I did not sexually assault this person. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know. It might still, from a legal standpoint, 
end up a he said, she said by the end of this. We don't know. But this man, if this doesn't force WWE, whether they believe Matt Riddle or not, to get more serious about these speaking out allegations, if this doesn't force WWE to look in the corporate mirror and say, you know what, what are we doing putting Velveteen Dream and Austin Theory on TV when they have these allegations going on? If this doesn't force them to really kind of take a step back and get more serious, honestly, I don't know what will. And if you're saying, well, technically Dream was also accused and, and Austin Theory was also accused and they're just allegations and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, but if, if somebody has a, even a slight chance of being a child predator or a, a rapist or whatever, why would you have them on your TV? At the very least, put them on ice. They're independent. They're technically independent contractors, even though Davey's taken over third-party platforms. That's another podcast for another day. So what I would do if I was in Vince McMahon's position, I mean, now he's being sued. It's too late now. But before, I would put him on ice. In the case of Matt Riddle, it's more of like a he said, she said, unfortunately. Like from a legal standpoint, it's tough to really know. Like, again, I'm not going to say one thing or the other. You know, you could put Matt Riddle on ice, right? You could release Dream and Theory, and then if they exonerate themselves, bring them back, right? Or if there's new evidence, then bring them back. But I, I just think if you're a publicly traded company, I mean, it's it's so risky right now. It really, it really is. And But, you know, look, they backed up Matt Riddle before. I guess they're going to have to back themselves up anyway. And, uh, again, I'm not a legal expert. I should probably have one on. But this is a very bad look for WWE, a horrible look for Matt Riddle. And again, I'm not going to make a judgment one way or the other. All, all, I, all I can say is, uh, you know, look, this young woman is, is putting her ass on the line here, putting her livelihood on the line, putting her finances on the line, putting her reputation on the line. It, it, you know what I mean? Like this is like, like she's going for it here. So, you know, it, Matt Riddle on his end, he says he didn't sexually assault her. He went full, not the best public relations statement, but he went on, on Twitter, on the internet, straight up said, nope, it's false. Had his lawyer say, nope, it's false. So his lawyer was very unprofessional in the way he did it. I think he took like a, a picture of a document rather than actually scanning it. Uh, you know, so he looks like very rinky dink. But hey, on the flip, again, on the flip side, she's saying, you know what? I'm serious about this too. And I'm going to put my ass on the line, my livelihood on the line, my reputation on the line to prove that you sexually assaulted me. So for legal reasons, we got to say allegations, but take that for what you will. She ain't backing down. And uh, I guess we'll have to see. Now, uh, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com actually just tweeted, Deadby issued me a statement in response to the Candy Cartwright lawsuit. Quote, Deadby has not, ser- has not been served excuse me, with a lawsuit by Ms. Tavel. However, if served, we will vigorously defend ourselves and contest it. Gabe Sapolsky responded, news to me. Okay. So, as of right now, it looks like she hasn't sued WWE officially yet. Or Gabe Sapolsky officially yet. Why you would have a press conference and say you're suing them when they haven't been served papers yet, I don't I don't know. Again, I'm not a legal expert. I'm not a public relations expert. We'll see. But according to Tavel herself, 
her lawyer herself, WWE, Gabe Sapolsky, Evolve, or whatever's left of it, and, of course, the main guy in this whole situation, Matthew Riddle, are being sued. We'll see what happens. Either way, I urge everybody to not harass the alleged victim, not tweet at the alleged victim. I don't know if she's still on Twitter anymore, but still. uh, Take the... Just take this... All I ask is that you take these seriously. Right? Don't assume one way or the other. Um, Obviously, if there's news that comes up that shows one side's fugazi, one side's not, then okay. But just just take this seriously because there are far too many allegations that go unreported for a reason. And the reason usually is because nobody believes them or people get laughed at at a police station or laughed at out of a courtroom or whatever. And just, just take it seriously. That's all I can say. In any situation like this, just take it seriously. Would I like it not be true? Obviously. Obviously. But, you know, it doesn't look good. I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave it at that. Without legally getting myself into trouble, I'll just say it does not look good for Mr. Riddle. But, again... We'll see what happens. And if, look, if JDB's not actually being sued, I wouldn't be surprised if they secretly bankroll him, just like they secretly bankroll Dr. Amon. And uh, we'll see what happens, folks. But if you enjoyed this update, even though it's not really a positive update, please feel free to like, share. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications for more updates on Speaking Out, uh, sports news updates. We do a lot of interviews as well with different wrestlers, promoters, you name it. And, uh, yeah, until next time, everybody. Enjoy the matches, and and please, again, take allegations like this very seriously.